Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome in, everybody, to the Pro Football Show for this Wednesday, May 13th, as we've got a few things to get to today, some transactions around the league, um, a few signings that we're going to get to, some discussions um, with uh, some people around the league of you know how they're planning to utilize certain personnel, and we're going to continue talking about some late-round draft picks we went over some guys that we think can have really good impacts. I'm going to give you, let's see, about well, I have just a handful. Five guys that could be better than good. Maybe even red grade, maybe even blue grade caliber players down the road. Uh, you, you pro fans know what uh, that means and what type of player that is. So we're going to get to that all today. A reminder that for all the latest information, uh, around the world of college football and the NFL. Go to LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the scouting season offer. Our notebooks every day, news and notes going on uh, around the league. Well, I know everyone's waiting for when camps are going to open up and things of that nature. Uh, but there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that we can provide for you and do provide for you on a daily basis. Also, uh, breaking down rosters on the college and pro scene. Um, certainly the recruiting boards and the free agent boards uh, as well as um, the draft boards um, and, and and certainly uh, all the breakdowns of NFL rosters that we've got for you that gives you a peek behind the curtain uh, of the world of football. So make sure that you check it out today, the scouting season offer at LandryFootball.com. Less than $5 a month will take you inside. Uh, a lot more information than we're able to get to you um, here. Also a reminder, if you got a question, and we've got some good questions today from Richard and Kevin, if you got a question that you want me to address on this podcast or the college podcast, just let me know. Just send me uh, a note at contactchris at LandryFootball.com, and we will absolutely do that. Uh, it's also where you want to go if you feel like we can help promote you, promote your business. We know business is tough right now, so we're trying to reach out and, and certainly um, see if we can't help you, help you in your business, help you grow, uh, help uh, increase your brand. If we can do that, 
give us a, 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 a drop us a line at contact Chris at LandryFootball.com. Um, the great folks at 401k Generation are a perfect example of somebody that we look to partner with. Uh, they're like family. They're responsible for this podcast, uh, not the content, but that the fact that we have one. And, um, you know, we couldn't do this without them. Um, wouldn't do it without them. So we appreciate their support. Uh, and you can give them a call or text. A no obligation call or text at one 998 5879 Their name is 401k Generation. That's what they specialize in. They can help you with any money management, investment, and queries. Uh, As I like to say, get your financial checkup. Make sure that your financial house is in order. Protect the security and safety of yourself and your family. Um, You know, get that first opinion. Get that second opinion. Make sure that you're doing that. I think it's critical uh, that you do that to make sure that you're on, what have you got to lose? I mean, you, you know, again, it's no obligation. See what they're all about. They're licensed in all 50 states, so they can help you regardless of where you're listening to this podcast. one 998 5879 Call or text one 998 5879 Well, while we're waiting to hear word further along, it's going to take a little longer, to get the official word on where the opening of the facilities are going to be. The league is and the team's owners are definitely preparing um, for all scenarios, but preparing from a financial standpoint as well. They've agreed on a proposal to raise the debt limit, $150 million for each team, to make up for lost revenue in the event that games are played without fans this season. The proposal... Proposal is going to be voted on next week. Uh, they've commissioned a recent study by uh, a sports business program that shows that the NFL would lose about $138 million in revenue from tickets and game day fan spending for each week plate without fans. So that the, again, $138 million per week in the NFL lost. Um, play without fans it's you know two three 2.3 billion over the course of a full season now uh the increased debt limit has been discussed among league executives for weeks and this pitch would raise that allowed amount of money from 350 million to 500 million for 2020 it, it's another step towards the league eventually you know preparing to go forward with a season but doing so with the idea that may have to do it without fans It's going to be very complex. It's not going to be ideal, but we're probably going to play, and we're we're going to make the best of it that we can and go forward. Some news and notes around the league. The Raiders signed Prince of Mucamara, much-traveled Prince of Mucamara. Uh, They've been trying to add a veteran corner all offseason. They were able to bring in the 31-year-old yesterday, uh, and uh, he's graded as, you know, top 50 corner among 130. Uh, five this past year he allowed 8.9 yards per target while in coverage he can be a role player he's got some veteran experience he plays you with experience uh doesn't have great movement skills but still pretty solid the jaguars released call davis resigned just 36 days ago um 
but they decided to move him on from a 28-year-old facing a four-game PED suspension. Just made three appearances between the Jags and the Colts last year. The Falcons want to add a kicker to compete with the uh, coup. So they're 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 you know it's um, I don't know that they're going to keep multiple guys, but I think they obviously don't want to do that. But they're going to go through every scenario possible and at least create uh, competition. The Cardinals re-signed Kevin Peterson to a one-year contract. The corner, so 2016 undrafted free agent, made 14 appearances with the Cardinals last year, including three starts. He um, supplied 254 replacement level snaps last year. Um, he's going to have a difficult time making the roster. Uh, we'll see how it plays out with them. Um, Jason Peters, we've been following the plight of the left tackle. Um, the Eagles are definitely interested. The Browns, the Jets, and the Broncos also maintain uh, some interest in the 38-year-old. Um, you know, signing him would just kind of be hedging their bet against Andre Dillard. It's kind of what they're looking at. The Jets believe that they're going to sign free agent Logan Ryan, formerly of the Titans, to a one-year deal. Uh, it's not official yet. They've got roughly $14 million of cap space, so we'll see if they can get that done. Um, they've also added Pierre Desir and Quincy Wilson, uh, trying to desperately improve that um, that's, that that uh, unit on their team. Um, speaking with Joe Judge, he said that the the way he looks at the offense under Jason Garrett, and remember Jason hadn't called plays for a few years. He did it for a while when head coach of the Cowboys, but not for a while. And um, he did it for a little bit, and then obviously it switched over where Kellen Moore called the offense. Um, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a mixture. Uh, he's certainly been run-focused. They've got some talent to work around, obviously, um, very curious to see what they do. It's been a little bit slow-paced under Jason, but they've got some talent. I think you got to work around the young quarterback, but that doesn't mean throw it a bunch. I think uh, safe high-percentage passes, work in the running game is what their plan is. Curious to see how that's going to play out this year. Over in Green Bay, second-year pro Jay Sternberger, uh, definitely the favorite to place Jimmy Graham. Um, he's a really – Talented guy. They don't have a lot of depth at pass receiver. We know that's been talked about since the draft. Very curious to see what role he can have and certainly maybe take some pressure off that, you know, receiving core. It's going to be something to, to follow here going forward. Uh, some other some other news. Cowboys, uh, Tyrone Crawford said he's feeling good following his operation. Um He's on the other side of 30. He's had the hip problems for a while. Um, we'll see what he can do and uh, whether he can be in the mix for a starting job, how much he'll play. Um, again, in Arizona, the the uh, plan with Isaiah Simmons to play him primarily at linebacker, but I think that they're going to utilize him, at least, I think, again, I think it'd be foolish it, they didn't utilize all of his skill sets. Um, the Dolphins have completed all their signings. They signed Blake Ferguson, the deep snapper, that um, really good, you know, really good deep snapper. Um, uh, you know Brandon Jones, who's moved all across the formation in college. 
They signed him. Uh, can be really over-aggressive, but it's really good in the box safety. The Texans signed fourth-round pick Charlie Heck, the tackle. Uh, Andy Heck's boy out of North Carolina. Um, the Colts have signed Danny Pinter to a four-year deal, their fifth-round pick. So um, things are th- – this is going to be slow news that'll that's going to come in. Before you know it, everybody's going to be done with a few exceptions, and we're going to see those closed out by the time we get to camp. Um want to continue with some thoughts around players that could have real impact as late-round pick. Um, Bradley and I, um, the Utah defensive end with the Cowboys, um, not a clear position guy, but versatility with a great motor. Good burst. You can get to the quarterback. Uh, I think he's got enough tools to be a really good player, a high-energy, high-motor type player that I don't know how long of a career with his health and the style of play, but I think he can have a really good one. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, I think their quarterback play at Michigan really hurt him. I think his lack of speed um, is an issue and a problem that hurt him. I think he's a slot, and I think he's got really good productivity in, I think, the way he runs routes and I think his toughness, his hands, I think he'll be a really good player, a make-it guy, potentially a really good make-it guy. Curtis Weaver, the Dolphins, the defensive end from Boise State, has got some position versatility as well. Lack of athleticism, but again, a high-motor guy. He's very smart, knows how to work his technique, his hand use, I think is – is a real strength. Look for him to have a good career. I really was higher on Amy Robertson, corner from Louisiana Tech that the Raiders got. Uh, tough, physical defensive back with really good instincts. Um, I like a lot of his skills translate very well to the pro game. He's a playmaker. He's small. He's short. Um, he's going to be a slot corner. Um, I mean, I, you know, I think he's going to be a good, tough inside player in this league. I really do. And Bryce Hall of the Jets is intriguing. He was a high-end defensive end. I think he's his own corner. I think he's very good at that. I think you take him, you know that. I think he's going to be very good doing that. Doesn't mean he's going to fit for everybody, but I think he could be a really productive player if utilized correctly. All right, let's um, – Answer some questions. Richard from Tampa says, uh, do you think it's possible this year for teams not to hold joint practices this year due to COVID-19? Yeah, I do. I think it's very possible. I mean, that's one of the things that's on the table right now. A, training camp. If you're the Giants and you practice in New Jersey, um, are you going to be able to do that? They're looking at other sites, and I know this is not your question, but it, it is part of the question. So you got some people that right now are maybe in in spots where where you've got training camp scheduled, you may not be able to do it. It just depends upon <clears throat> how the states open up and how you're able to do it and what the health folks recommend. 
but joint practices are going to be a real problem. I mean, it, or potentially a problem. I mean, it's, it's already a problem, but how you deal with it. Is it possible? Yeah, I, I guess it's possible. I mean, it's really a, a medical question, but if it's safe and you can do it and you can control it, uh, I still think it's in play, but it's like anything else. Starting on time and how we do it, none of that is a certainty. What's been the problem, Richard asked, with Leonard Fournette, considering last year he's had over 1,150 yards rushing but only three TVs, uh, TDs? Well, it's always been um, a attitude problem with him. He's uh, had a lot of prima donna in him in college. Um, he doesn't have great work ethic. He's not a mentally tough guy. And, you know, I think he plays when he's got something on the line like a contract. But, you know, he was uh, he was definitely all about him in college, and he's all about him now. And that's why that's, you know, guys that is talented. The, the, uh, listen, I had the talk with Tom, who um, were Tom Coughlin, you know, about Leonard when they were considering, you know, that was a very risky pick considering, not because it's a running back, but because – Character-wise, that was a real risky situation, football character. In your opinion, uh, Richard asks, what's the toughest stadium for kickers in the NFL's foreign to try to make a field goal? The windy stadiums. The wind is the biggest problem. Um, so it, it's, it's not the stadium. It's what you're talking about. It's the wind. I mean, the, the, the Chicago can get really bad, but if it's not windy, it's not nearly as bad. Um, so the places that have more proclivity for wind, I, I know that it was always a problem in the Meadowlands. It's still a bit of an issue, can be an issue. So it's not really one stadium. It's the, it's the places where the weather can get windy. So... Northeast could be a problem. Chicago could be a problem. Um, it, it's, you know, Denver's maybe the easiest outdoor place because of the thin air. Um, but you know what? If the wind is blowing and the snow's blowing, it doesn't, you know, that mitigates it to some degree. So it's really more, you know, where the weather's going to be a factor, w- with the wind's going to be a bigger factor than anything. But, you know, rain elements and uh, the biggest thing about kicking it when your operation time is slowed down a little when the ball's a little wet. you, you got to secure the ball a little bit more. It can be a little little squishy uh, and everything. So it's timing-oriented when you're, you're running your operation time for your field goal kicks. It's, it can be an issue. Uh, and what was your scouting evaluation, he asked, of Donnell Dockett? Uh, Calvin Pace, Larry Fitzgerald, Robert Gallery. Darnell Dockett was, uh, I thought, a good three technique coming out of Florida State. I think I had a 6-0 grade on him. Like Calvin Pace out of Wake Forest, I think I had a 5-9 grade on him. Larry Fitzgerald out of Pitt was a, just a phenomenal receiver. He was the best receiver in the country. Um, had a real high grade on him. He's a great player. Robert Gallery out of Iowa. I thought he was going to be a really good right tackle. I thought there was going to be some issues with his length and a little bit with his feet to be ideal at left tackle, and he wasn't. They took him really high at uh, Oakland. Um, 
but he played very well. Played very well. Really good guard. Um, but you probably, you know, you want a guy that's going to be a left tackle there. They took him as a left tackle, so that didn't didn't work out quite as well in that sense. Kevin asks, what's the deal with the Jaguars? Well, we kind of had a question that kind of led, led to it, and I think it's with, you know, we talked about Fournette. Uh, it seemed like yesterday they were a few plays away from going to the Super Bowl 52, and now it seemed like the roster culture is completely soured. Um, all of their premier players are gone or want to be gone. Well, a lot of it is the culture that was created, I think, with certain guys. It's not Leonard Fournette's fault, but he was he's one example of a guy that came a little bit more of a me attitude. You know, Jalen Ramsey got crossways with administration. I think, you know, it's easy to point it at one person. Uh, they certainly did in Jacksonville. The owner did, Chad Khan with Tom Coughlin. It, it's, it'll be interesting to see how Dave Caldwell um, – can if it can help change that, Doug Marone can help change that, or whether they're going to, they're definitely in a rebuild mode. So the issue was they were very talented on defense. They were very good, and they were very close. Didn't have a quarterback, as you alluded to, came close to going to the Super Bowl. But what happened since then, because you didn't have a lot of great football character guys, so a little bit more me guys. They all wanted their contracts redone at the same time. They all had issues. So even though you draft well, even though you make good personnel decisions, which they made a lot of good ones, they didn't have the good culture. They didn't deal with things maybe the right way. And I can't tell you exactly, hey, it's this guy's fault, it's that guy's fault. It's like trying to decide who was the biggest problem in your neighbor's divorce. You don't know you're not in that house. You may hear things and all that. Okay, you're not there. You don't live it. So it was a culture issue of a lot of guys that, A, if you're going to take guys like that, you've got to know how to deal with it, handle it. Um, But if you get guys that are really more interested, I mean, everybody wants to get paid. Everybody wants that, and there's nothing wrong with that. But there are guys that let that consume them and let it affect their preparation and play. And those are the guys that you've got to avoid. And Jacksonville, for all the talent they had, had some guys that, quite frankly, didn't fit that. Now, some of those guys have moved on and are playing well with new deals, but is it a problem? Is it something that's contributing to the issue? Uh Jalen Ramsey was an example of a really good player. Um, moved on. He's not been a difference maker, nor been a great leader in the Rams. You don't hear of the problems because he's got his deal, but he's also not doing the things that would lift your team up too. So that's the biggest issue. And certainly you've alluded to the tweets with um, Chad Khan's son and Yannick Nindakwe. That's a the most recent example. Yannick wants a new deal. They're not able to get a new deal on him. So he's under a tag, and he's not happy. They're not happy. Nobody's happy. I get it, but those are issues. Uh, Why do you continue to get involved in Twitter? Well, that's what young people do. It's a mistake. And, again, that kind of leads to maybe some of the maturity problems, some of the issues that um, you would never want a son's owner um, talking 
you, you need to have one voice for the organization. And obviously they don't feel comfortable with that. Um, you know, that owner wouldn't have done it if Tom Coughlin was still running things. Now, Tom Coughlin was a big part of the problem, so he's not there. So there's not the real good leadership. I think you get an idea why, you know, Shad's not happy with things have kind of played out. He's taken more an involved role. Dave Caldwell doesn't have the power and stroke that Tom Coughlin did. Be curious to see because they're in a rebuild mode. I mean, they, they, they're a team that if they pull a Miami next year and, you know, win a few games, that's, that's a great job. There's, there's no way they have the, the team that can win more than a handful of games, and you wonder if that's going to be enough. They look like they're completely rebuilding, and they certainly could be in the um, sweepstakes of a very high pick. Kevin asks, why has the pro set split back formation fallen out of favor? It's passing him, Kevin. I mean, everybody's getting three receivers on the field, getting a tight end flexed out. So, you know, you're it's a one-back system. It's one-back sets. Even people that run the football, they run uh, out of some spread looks. Uh, you'll see some two-back stuff. It's usually, you know, some full-back stuff that can some versatility. If you watch the Niners, you see quite a bit of it. But overall, um, it's very simple. It's the passing game. It's spread people out and get three wides, four wides, three wides, tight end. Well, you just do the numbers. You can't have three wides, four wides, a tight end, and two backs. It's, you know, you got to have five linemen, and, you know, you, you, you only got 11 you can play at a time. Um, Kevin, are blitzing linebackers ever taught or given discretion to leap over certain offensive blockers? I'm not referring to linemen who have fallen, but just a normal. Um, no, you shouldn't. First of all, the leeway to jump over them. First of all, jumping over is not something you want to do. Uh, it's a risky move, not, not, not just health-wise, but it could take you out of more plays than get you. Um, the goal is not of defense to jump over a guy and go make a play. The goal of defense is to hold the line and – allow the team to be able to make the stop. Um, jumping over and trying to make a play behind the line of scrimmage may be something you do on goal line in short yardage where you have to make a negative stop. But if you're you know, trying to control the line of scrimmage, that's not a smart play because it's a boom or bust. You can jump, but the likelihood of being able to connect and make contact and stop, it's a high-risk, high-reward play. Um, so, no, that's that freedom's not there, but it's certainly the understanding of what you're trying to do in short-yardage situations could make that a possibility. All right, hey, appreciate it. And if you got questions, good questions from Kevin and Richard. Uh, go ahead and send it to us over at contactchris at LandryFootball.com. Hey, we appreciate you joining us, as we always do um, each and every day. Check out our college show, our pro show. Check out 401K Generation. Give them a call or a text at 1-866-998-5879. They're licensed in all 50 states. Take advantage of it today. 
We appreciate you joining us. Um, catch you over on the college side and catch you over tomorrow as we talk more pro football here on the Pro Football Show. Be safe, everybody. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.